Tonight, we're talking about centering down, that is, focusing on the inner man, as opposed to the outer circumstances. I want to open in the Amplified Version at Ephesians 3.16. May he grant you out of the rich treasury of his glory to be strengthened and reinforced with mighty power in the inner man by the Holy Spirit himself indwelling your innermost being and personality. The thing is, you are a spirit, you live in a body, you have a soul. God does not communicate with your soul. He does not communicate with your body. He is the father of spirits and his spirit bears witness in our spirit as to the will of God for our lives. We have the general will of God, as Pastor Jim just preached on Sunday, and 95% of everything we need answers for is already written in the, the written word, the printed Bible. But those things that are particular to us and the season in which we find ourselves, Holy Spirit will lead, he will guide, but he does so by speaking to us in the inner man. You and I should always have, in a very consistent way, the peace of God ruling within us, the peace of Christ governing our inner man. And whatever is governing our inner man will indeed show up and govern our outer man. Just a few reminder scriptures. Jesus said in John 14, 27, My peace I give unto you, not as the world gives, my peace I give unto you. That is the very peace of God, the Son of God, and the peace he had is bequeathed to you. He also said in John 16, um, 33, In me you will have peace. You will have find peace. Amen. The other scriptures say, 2 Corinthians 13, 11, the God of peace will be with you. And Galatians 5, 22 reminds us that the fruit of the Spirit who is in us is love, joy, peace. That fruit is very visible. It's the manifestation of what grows out of the Spirit within us. So, we are centering on the inner man. We are learning to focus on what God is doing in us as opposed to what circumstances might be screaming around us. And focusing on an inner peace will always bring us into an outer peace, a peace that passes understanding. Not one that is arrived at by the rational mind, but one that is found because we are found in Christ and Christ is in us. Another amplified verse, John chapter 14, verse 27. I already mentioned it, but I'll read it now in Amplified. Jesus says, peace I leave with you, my own peace I now give and bequeath to you. Not as the world gives do I give to you. Do not let your hearts be troubled, neither let them be afraid. Stop allowing yourselves to
to be agitated and disturbed and do not permit yourselves to be fearful and intimidated and cowardly and unsettled hallelujah essentially victory lies in us allowing the inner life the life of the spirit man within to dictate our responses to the circumstances around us and therefore govern our outward activities our outward actions that is to say we can choose uh, to keep our inward man from being polluted and thereby keep our outer man from from being distracted from the peace of God that passes understanding Jesus told us back in the Gospel of Luke chapter 21 19 by patience possess your souls now the soul of man is defined as the mind the will and the emotions rather than emotions driving us rather than our own thoughts misleading us rather than our willfulness distracting us from the important things uh, in the framework of God's will being done in our life we can possess our souls through patience which by the way is the fruit of the spirit following peace the fruit of the spirit is love not that we first loved him but he first loved us therefore we do love him it's joy that is the joy of the Lord is your strength it's an inner strength peace that is the fruit of the spirit and then comes patience which allows us by patience to possess our souls to keep them in that place of peace you know whatever is dominating you on the inside will of course show up on the outside whatever you do let it be the fruit of the spirit because you can receive strength in your inward man you can find quietness stillness even silence if you choose to and Jesus said by their fruits you will know that so we want that fruit of peace to be most evident in our lives you're going to learn a great deal if you learn to be still to center down and focus on the inner man God leads us as a good shepherd beside still waters sheep cannot partake of agitated water there is nothing for us in the world offering us turmoil noise and all of its confusion rather <clears throat> this is what God says Isaiah 30 verse 15 from the amplified text for thus says the Lord God the Holy One of Israel in returning to me and resting in me you shall be saved literally you shall be made whole you should be saved in quietness and in trusting confidence shall be 
your strength. It is in that place of stillness, quietude, where we come to know the majesty of God. Psalm 46.10, Amplified Version, Let be and be still and know, recognize and understand that I am God. Be still and know that I am God. Essentially, when everything is saying, get agitated, fret, worry, be concerned, etc. It's like, be still. Know that He is God. And He loves you, and He is actually in charge, and our times are in His hands. Center down. You know, businessmen know that when they are just anxious and fretting in the middle of the day, <clears throat> they're overworked, they're overtired, they're overanxious, etc. If they just stop and take eight deep breaths, it will add an hour of fruitful activity to their workday. Eight deep breaths how much more as we take eight deep breaths we just get still center down focus on the inner man and know that he is God Isaiah 27 amplified version says <clears throat> uh, did, did I say 32 Isaiah 32 verse 17 amplified the effect of righteousness will be peace internal and external and the result of righteousness will be quietness and confident trust forever <laughs> hallelujah it's like there's no other way to live it's a beautiful place to be it's in the calm of the storm yes it might be raging around you but you can be in the eye of the storm and not agitated, not fretting, not disquieted. It's that you can be still and know the majesty of God. So what do we have to do to preserve the peace of Christ within us? The, the silence, the stillness, the quietude within. First, we should practice a quiet mouth that is james says be quick to hear and slow to speak that is to say do a lot more listening when you're with god than you do talking amen number two we should aggressively pursue peace you understand that peace in greek or hebrew means nothing missing it's a form of completeness, nothing missing, nothing broken. So a relationship that's broken is not shalom. It's not irene. It's not Hebrew or Greek peace. It is broken. Shalom is a peace of unbrokenness, of quietude, of stillness, 
and such. So quiet mouth, aggressively pursuing peace, and thirdly, refuse to fret, to worry, to fear. Why should you fret all day long? What can it do to solve a problem? Nothing. Why should you worry all day long? What can it do? Nothing. Why should you fear? Matthew eleven twenty eight, Amplified Version. Come to me, all you who labor and are heavy laden and overburdened, and I will cause you to rest. I will ease and relieve and refresh your souls. Be still and know that I am God. And number four, accept yourself as you are. That doesn't mean you're going to stay as you are, but accept yourself as you are. Don't compare yourself with others. Don't covet what they have. Don't covet what they are. Don't covet what they do. Just embrace and accept your lot in life. That doesn't mean to, to just go, okay, sarah, sarah, whatever will be, will be. And if you're living in the dumps, that you're going to stay there forever. No, 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 no. Like Paul, he said, I have learned to be content in whatever state I am. Accept and embrace who you are, what you are, and where you are today, knowing that God isn't leaving you as you are or where you are. He has a future and a hope to deliver you to, a destiny to bring you to. So focus on your own unique strengths, talents, uh, abilities, and such. Ephesians 2.10 says, you are God's masterpiece. You are God's handiwork, God's workmanship. He is working on you. Amen? And he's working in you, and he's working through you. So, none of us is finished. God has work to do, and he will get us there. Focus on him, and be, be still. Know that he is God. And lastly, know that you should be increasingly getting acquainted with God. He introduced himself in the Old Covenant as Jehovah Shalom, the Lord, your peace. Ephesians 2 tells us he himself, Jesus, he himself is your peace. Your peace is not a thing. Your peace is a person within you. It's a constant possession from heaven. Jesus is Prince of Peace. And he is in you. Increasingly be acquainted with him. You practice by earnestly waiting on him in peace and silence. You expect to hear from him. You expect to be led by him. You expect to be guided by him. You look and long for his presence and you abide in his unbroken companionship. Those are beautiful thoughts. Be still. 
and know that I am God. This world for some decades now has been increasing the tempo of life to make certain that you never find stillness, never find solitude, quietude, and stillness. But stillness is where we meet the majesty of God. Here, this is Philippians 4, verses 6 to 9 from the Amplified Translation. Do not fret or have any anxiety about anything, but in every circumstance and in everything by prayer and petition, definite requests. With thanksgiving, continue to make your wants known to God. And God's peace shall be yours, that tranquil state of soul assured of its salvation through Christ, and so fearing nothing from God, and being content with its earthly lot of whatever sort that is, that peace which transcends all understanding shall garrison and mount guard over your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. For the rest, brethren, whatever is true, whatever is worthy of reverence, and is honorable and seemly, whatever is just, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely and lovable, whatever is kind and winsome and gracious, if there is any virtue and excellence, if there is anything worthy of praise, think on and weigh and take account of these things. Fix your minds on them. Practice what you have learned and received and heard and seen in me and model your way of living on it and the God of peace of untroubled undisturbed well-being will be with you thank you Jesus hallelujah thank you Jesus practice what you have learned and received and heard and seen in me and model your way of living on it and the God of peace of untroubled and undisturbed well-being will be with you. Amen. May it be so in all our lives. Isaiah 30 verse 18, Amplified Version. And therefore the Lord earnestly waits, expecting looking and longing to be gracious to you and therefore he lifts himself up that he may have mercy on you and show loving kindness to you for the lord is a god of justice blessed happy fortunate to be envied are all those who earnestly wait for him who expect and look and long for him for his victory his favor his love his patience, his joy, and his matchless, unbroken companionship. Oh, thank you, Jesus. <laughs> thank you, Jesus. God is earnestly waiting, expecting, looking, and longing to bless your socks off. <laughs> thank you, Jesus. There's an inner stillness to be found it's the place where God moves, 
It's the place where God leads us. It's the place from which God speaks. It's an inner silence. It's an inner stillness, an inner quietude. Over in 1 Kings uh, chapter 19, the question is, is God in the fire? No. Is God in the wind? No. Is God in the earthquake? No. Where is God? In the still, small voice. Isaiah said in the new covenant that you and I would have an inner alarm system, something God built into us. It would be Holy Spirit saying, this is the way, walk ye therein. There's an inner gyroscope, but you can't hear his voice until there's silence enough for the still, small voice of God to bubble up from within and be understood. Amen. He wants us, Father wants us, to learn to obey the promptings, the leadings of the Holy Spirit who keeps us on course. And you and I can train ourselves to do that. We can follow after peace. One of my favorite verses, Colossians 3.15, again from Amplified tonight, and let the peace, soul harmony, which comes from Christ, rule, act as umpire continually in your hearts, deciding and settling with finality all questions that arise in your minds in that peaceful state to which as members of Christ's one body you were also called to live and be thankful appreciative giving praise to god always hallelujah you and i are called to live in peace so know that holy spirit always leads us gently and satan always drives us with restlessness and impatience in fact, a good picture for you to keep in mind as you listen for the voice of God versus the voice of Satan would be that the scripture says that when Jesus separates, he comes with a winnowing fan in his hands. That is to say, at the threshing floor where they separate wheat from chaff, the wheat is thrown up in the air and the winnowing fan is a large, very, very large uh, uh, fan that creates wind enough to blow the shaft away, thereby collecting all of the grain, keeping the good and driving the bad off. Satan, on the other hand, we know, doesn't come with a fan. Jesus said, Peter, Peter, Satan, has desired to sift you as wheat. That was another way that you could separate the wheat and the chaff. And Satan does it that way. He has a sieve. And if you throw the wheat in the sieve and that sieve is shaken, all of the good falls through and all of the chaff 
is collected. That's what Satan is after, collecting everything negative, everything wrong, everything bad, everything empty and fruitless, everything void of life, while he lets all the good pass through. God leads us gently, ever so gently, Satan drives us. So we can practice centering down and focusing on the inner man. Start practicing today like never before. The first thing you can do is wait quietly in his presence. Worship, come into his presence with prayer, with worship, however it is that you do that. And then just be still and know <clears throat> that he is God. So get still after worship, after prayer. Do not do all the talking. Do a good deal of listening. That is, have a deliberate listening ear from the inner man. The Holy Spirit will witness, will testify to your spirit man within. And so I want to leave you with a simple prayer concept. You can pray along these lines each time you do pray. Father, I come to you in the name of Jesus Christ, your son, and according to James 1.5, I am seeking wisdom for, fill in your request here, I am seeking wisdom for, in the name of Jesus, according to Matthew 28.18 and Luke 10.19-20, I take authority over Satan and his fallen angels and command that they be rendered deaf, mute, and blind to my prayers and removed from my presence. I submit my own voice to the shed blood of Jesus and command that my own thoughts be taken captive to the obedience of Christ according to 2 Corinthians 10.5. I ask, Father, that only your Holy Spirit will speak now as I wait on you for wisdom, insight, and direction. And whatever you show me or direct me to do, I pray that I will quickly obey. In Jesus' mighty name, amen.